BizQuick podcast hits on the struggles and advantages of being an entrepreneur. It's for anyone who's made the commitment to burn the boats and not look back. Are you a busy entrepreneur or small business owner trying to do it all? Then this podcast is for you. Corey and Julie will take you through the details of building a strong business. Hit the subscribe button and gear up for another episode of BizQuick Podcast. Hello and welcome to BizQuick. I'm Corey. I'm Julie. And on today's show, we've got Anthony Papalardo and Ryan Wilson of 550. They are SEO experts out of Denver, Colorado. Let's try and get that correct. Um, and we're going to talk to them um, about SEO, building brand awareness, and all that fun stuff today. But before we jump into that, we're going to talk about our own SEO experiences. Mm-hmm. And, and I also want to say I do hope that you can continue to have marbles in your mouth through the, the entire episode because it's pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, SEO, what is it? Why do we need it? Are you asking me? <laughs> I was hoping no. Um, <laughs> let's wait. Should we wait for Ryan yes, and Anthony? Let's get the experts on. <laughs> no, we we uh, we've been working with Ryan and Anthony for um, uh, six months now, a little over six months. Yeah, and uh, just working on building our website, building the content out so that we just we rank better when mm-hmm. you know on Google searches and all of that. And it is. Like, I knew it was something that was going to be involved. It was going to require a lot of work, but it is more, even more involved than I thought. I remember when we had our first meeting after uh, we hired them and they kind of listed out the, like, the work that was going to have to happen for the website and you just shut down. Your face, like, the look on your face, you were just like, there's no hours, not enough hours in the day to do all of this. I was emotionally bankrupt. Yeah, you, no, you died on the call. And I was like, no, 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 like we're not doing all of this and we're not doing it all today either. Like this is. Yeah. SEO is truly a long-term play. It is not something that just, you know, you launch a business and then you're ranked number one on Google. It doesn't, ha- that's not how it happens. I'm sure there's probably a way to pay a lot of money for that to happen. But if, Amazon. Yeah, but if you want it to happen <laughs> organically, and that's the way that most, if not all, small business owners have to do it, it, it's a, it takes six months because Google, uh, they only check the internet. I don't even, there's probably a term for it, scrape it, scroll it. I think scroll's the word. But, that, but, they, but they just go through and they kind of like uh, uh, catalog all of the sites on a regular basis and they, they do it at a very high level regularly. And then like the more, like the deeper they go, the changes, more changes you make, et cetera. Um, the less often that gets cataloged, so to speak by Google. And then like, there's all sorts of crazy stuff that you need to know about, like using, uh, H1 headers versus H2 headers and links on your page and links backlinks backlinks and and stuff. I just had a really great idea for a future podcast, Corey. And I'm, I'm hoping you'll say yes. Okay. What if we did an episode that was that you and I explain things about our business that we don't understand? Okay. Right? So like you can explain how social media works and how you post, you know, things on Instagram and, and use hashtags. And I can explain how we pay using QuickBooks. Yeah. Or just how numbers work in general. <laughs> hey, okay. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. Um, yeah, the but th- there's so much that goes into it that like it, it's and it's 
you have to be very aware of everything that you're typing. For at least one of us, they're not very aware of what's being typed. And some of us like to use a lot of words. Um, I feel like you're talking about <laughs> me. <yes. laughs> um, but it, it, like when we come up with like page titles and stuff like that, which is fine to have a very lengthy page title. But if you're going like the URL, you need to go in. And for me, I have to remember to go in and to like edit the, the URL so that it's shorter. And, and there's all sorts of fun stuff like that. You just don't think about because it's, I don't know, it's not natural to think about it like that. Way. I've gotten my hand slapped a number of times for using more than 70 characters on titles. And then give me a hard time. And you're like, what if this isn't like an Instagram post? And I'm like, I know, but like, this is, this is a different rule. We can use a million if we want, but <laughs> like, why are you always <laughs> trying to change me, Corey? <laughs> Just trying to make things a little more efficient. <laughs> yeah. So, but the the whole process for SEO, you know, a lot of times, um, especially people that are launching a business and, and don't really have a, a strong background or understanding of it, just tend to think it's this one, this thing you do once and then you don't think about it again. And that the, you know, rankings are relatively easy and they don't understand all of the math and the you know logic that goes into seo and, and rankings yeah and and after our conversation today that we had with the people who help us with advertising um <laughs> apparently nobody but google knows some things about how the internet works according <laughs> to google so that can't be a surprise yes that cannot be a surprise so yeah, yeah it, it's no surprise and, and it, it is definitely one of those things where like if you want your website to be ranked or noticed or whatever it pays to have somebody do the work for you mm -hmm. and by do the work for you tell you how to do a lot more work yeah what that turns into me but let's let's be honest you enjoy the assignments that we get from anthony and ryan i do like them i just don't have as much time to do them as i would like to i know i want to kind of get them finished though so we can be done no, with it. i think it's a never-ending <laughs> never it sure feels like every month when they send the report it's like <laughs> Well, how did we break that many things again? <laughs> yeah, what are you doing over there, Corey? God, that drives me insane. I'm like, this wasn't there last time. What did you, did you go in behind me, Julian? Do something to the website? <laughs> it's crazy, but all right. Well, let's um, bring Ryan and Anthony on and talk about all things SEO and see if they can explain to our listeners how it actually works. All right. See you after the break. Hey everyone, if you're like most entrepreneurs out there, time is not something you ever seem to have enough of. We get it. There are a million things that need your attention both in business and in your personal life. That's why we created Time Bomb. This is a self-paced course designed to help you determine what your time is worth and where you should be spending those precious hours every day. Right now, we have an option to buy the bundle, which also includes products designed to help you become more efficient with your time. It's a $70 deal you're getting for only an additional $30. Head on over to sbpace.com to learn more. Time Bomb. Take control of your calendar. Gain control of your life. All right, and welcome back to the show. We've got Anthony and Ryan from 550 on. Welcome to the show, guys. Thank you for having us. Yeah, we are glad that you're here. Thanks for taking the time out of your day. You bet. Yeah. All right, we're going to jump right into it. So we always like to start off with the abrupt question at the beginning, and when you're working with small businesses and especially talking to new clients, what's the biggest struggle you see with them when it comes to SEO and building a brand and brand awareness? Yeah. So I think the biggest thing is honestly just making sure that they get the low hanging fruit. So that's can be easy stuff like optimizing Google, my business profile, 
Um, that could be making sure that their technical issues um, are all resolved before, you know, so like Google can properly crawl their website. Um, and, you know, making sure that it's great user experience at the start. Um, that's usually some of the first things we'll do with an SEO campaign for small businesses. Perfect. And you know what? You helped us solve a problem we had from before. We could not remember the word crawl. I was calling scroll. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks for that. Yeah, I can see, you know, we were talking earlier how um, SEO, it's this thing that people seem to oversimplify um, because they don't know anything about it and they just, they think it's like this, you know, do it once and it's resolved forever. And then there's no more work involved. And Corey and I were telling people that is so far from the truth. <laughs> like it's an ongoing, like it's not a set it and forget it type of a thing. It is literally something that requires consistent attention in order to continue to move up the rankings and, um, and to really be optimized for for searches. Yeah, there, there are certain things that, that um, you know, businesses can do that will help them and, and pay kind of dividends in, in the long term, um, such as, uh, you know, creating content um, and, and being having good sort of uh, diligence and um, planning a, a around doing that on a regular basis. Um, but I would say that, like, as you're optimizing your website uh, to, to rank well for uh, searches over time. It's, it's very much an iterative process because you want to sort of test and, and learn whether or not each of those little uh, pieces of effort that you're putting out are, are creating an impact. And one of the things that we see with um, small businesses um, and businesses of all size really is, is it's, it's tough to connect uh, the effort uh, that they're doing with the, the results because, you know, there's lots of different things that happen that drive uh, organic results. So for example, um, you know, you could have made some changes to your website to optimize some content for a particular keyword. Um, and then uh, at the same time or the same period of time, you might have, um, say, participated in uh, some kind of sponsorship activity um, that got your brand out there uh, in, in a different way. And so both of those things will have a positive impact on your organic rankings. Uh, but being able to uh, sort of distill down the, the, the efforts that were strictly, uh, you know, through content to, to drive SEO um, requires using the tools and using the process in order to be able to measure effectively that you're, you're moving the needle in a, in a sort of intentional way. Right. Yeah. We're looking usually at, you know, different keywords, different use cases like your guys' website. Um, we're looking at different ways people are looking for coaching, different ways we're looking at consulting and try and find that. And then about six months after we publish that content, we're gonna reevaluate, figure out if it's working, if we need to go back and maybe adjust some strategy, maybe do some linking, maybe do some strategic blogging and get links to that to really boost the credibility and authority of that page. Um, but yeah, usually it's about six months before you start seeing some big gains on the content and then you're reevaluating, making a stronger case. Um, it's just like you know a fitness program where you're constantly improving yourself um, over the long haul, not just doing it once and then, all right, I'm, I'm buff for the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that fitness program analogy is great because that's exactly what it is. Because we were talking before y'all came on about how, uh, like you're always sending stuff for us to update. It's just kind of a never ending thing. And then all of a sudden now I'm kind of, 
I'm not saying freaking out, but stressing out a bit because you're like, oh, well, six months in, then we go back and re-review it. I'm I know. Like, oh, come on, man. <laughs> it was like, guess we're going to be rewriting some stuff. Because we're at that six-month mark. So. <laughs> well, we no, were... Yeah, don't get me wrong. We're not going to have to reinvent the wheel every six months. Maybe we have to tweak a couple headings or tweak the meta title, meta descriptions, minor tweaks to see what we can do better. Um, but it's not like all new content every six months. What we're really struggling with is how does Corey keep breaking stuff every month? That, he... <laughs> that that's and that's one thing. Like when Ryan, you were saying as you update things on the website, because this is the problem that we have every once in a while. Is we'll we'll make updates and a link is no longer valid, or we'll do something like that, and you don't realize it because you're it, it. The link is on a page that it's like a dark corner of your website that you never go to. Um, and then all of a sudden it's shown up and, and that's, you know, you get a ding from Google because you get a broken link on your page. Um, but yeah, the, uh, the, all of the stuff, it's just, it's amazing how much when we first started, I just like, Oh, you know, we'll just create, we'll update some content. We'll find some keywords, drop them in there. Um, you know, but no, it's like, there's, there's a ton of things that go into optimizing your page. And, and I, was, I was blown away and still am every day at yeah. how much, like how, terrible our site is and i feel like we've been doing a good job at i know making it and better. I, I remember when we first started when when we first started sp pace and we built the website out we were committed to having a website that was one page <laughs> i think we have like wait eight thousand pages now on our website yeah i think that's a it's an interesting point because um you know seo um is something that you need to kind of do certain things in, in order to uh, show up for, for results. But, um, you know, keeping the, you know, user experience the way that, that you want um, is often, you know, a, a challenge, right? Because, you know, as a, as a business owner, you'd like your products and, and services to be, you know, presented in a way that's extremely simple uh, for, for people. Um, and so, I think you can still approach uh, SEO with a mind uh, sort of leaning towards uh, simplicity, but uh, it may require multiple pages and, and sort of really, um, you know, focus pages uh, that, that are related to certain keywords, um, but allow you to present your your uh, business or service through, through that kind of lens and uh, trying to maintain simplicity. But at the end of the day, you know, you do end up with many pages and, um, you know, that's just sort of the nature of the, the beast, I think. Yeah, and right. to be There's... to be clear, our website had many pages before we started working with you. It wasn't that all of a sudden you made us completely change our strategy. We mm -hmm. sort of have this um, approach when working with people. Like, you guys are the experts in SEO. We aren't. If we were, we wouldn't have needed to hire you. And you guys are great. And so we trust your knowledge and your experience. And when you say, when you make a recommendation to us, we're like, okay, we're gonna we're, we're gonna listen and follow. So that was not a complaint or us saying our pay our site was one page until we met y'all and now it's eight thousand. You you probably really haven't increased our page count by all that much. That's that's always yeah, that's me. We didn't take it that way, but um, you know, it is something that we come across, you know, often is that you know the, the business wants to wants to be have a, you know the user experience uh, and and the need for SEO are often on sort of uh, different sides of the seesaw and, and finding that sort of equilibrium point where it feels right uh, from a, a business owner perspective and a brand perspective, but it's also doing what's necessary in order to kind of get the SEO value um, that's necessary in order to grow the business. Um, and we deal with that uh, with, with almost all of our clients where, where we're just trying to find that mix. 
Right. And yeah, and you don't have to have a horrible user experience where you have 10 million pages linked in your navigation. There's ways around it where you can just link to some of your SEO pages internally. So you could have like some main category pages and then, you know, link out to those other SEO pages that you're creating. Um, that way it's still a good user experience while also benefiting your SEO. And when it comes to listening to experts too, I think that every small business you start off and, and everybody has an opinion. And so if you looked at our, the original website that we had versus what it is now and just the iterations over the past year and a half, it's been, it's been funny because we've had, we've had people who gave us their opinion for free, which generally speaking, I feel like a lot of those, we probably shouldn't have taken that up. Probably not. You know, I agree. Paid advice, <laughs> paid advice. <laughs> generally tends to be a little bit better. Um, <laughs> generally we've had, we've got burned a couple times too. <laughs> <laughs> yep. We sure have. <laughs> but yeah, we, and we, you know, definitely appreciate it. And I'm like Julie, well, you weren't on the front half. Julie's talking about, like, I, I kind of like the challenge where you give me a word count and you say, all right, and between 700 and 1100 words, you need to fit all this information in there. I'm like, all right, I'll figure it out. It's like a puzzle. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I think, um, you know, it, it, it can be really fun to, to look at the, uh, if you looked at the Wayback Machine on, uh, I think it's called the Wayback Machine. Yeah. Right? And you can look at uh, people's websites from, from, you know, years ago or months ago or, or whatever. And, you know, no matter what the website is, it, they all evolve over time. And, and that's that's kind of just part of, you know, the, the evolution of what people look for and, and what what's necessary in order to keep pace. Yeah. And it's definitely, you know, the work that we've been doing with SEO or even just, you know, as our website has changed since we started, it's really representative, I think, of of an entrepreneurial journey, right? You start out and unless it's like your, you know, third, fourth, fifth venture, when you're just starting, you're learning as you go. And, you know, initially you don't have the big budget. So you are asking people for free advice and like, hey, what do you think about this? And there are times when maybe you ask too many people for their opinion and you're like, you know, every decision by committee, but that, that sort of growth over time and, and improvement over time is what SEO is, right? You're doing it over time. It's improving and improving and improving. And that's the same with, you know, being an entrepreneur, you're just improving and improving over time. And with each thing that you're doing and you're becoming more consistent, you get better at what, at what you're going through. Yeah, and I think a key sort of aspect of that is is the measurement piece, right? And, and so, um, you know, as an entrepreneur or, or as a sort of SEO campaign, you need to kind of have defined what you're trying to achieve, um, so that you know when you're doing uh, sort of things that that are are helping you get to those goals, um, and, and that way you can do more of the things that are are helping and and do less of the things that that maybe are taking the time, uh, but but aren't producing, and and so that's why. Um, you know, tools like uh, we use SEM Rush, and um, you know, we've used Moz or or uh, Screaming Frog, like things that can help us kind of get in there and um, you know, use the best technology available to to understand um, you know what's happening on the website uh, from an objective point of view, not just looking at Google Google Analytics and saying, hey, you know, organic traffic is up because we don't know you know if you sponsored a golf tournament that day, and and, and you know, we look great one month, and then the next month we we don't look great anymore. Um, because the organic traffic's down, but in reality, um, you know, it didn't have anything to do with us when it was up in, in that scenario. So, so we want to measure, you know, how are you showing up in search results that are are relevant to growing your business? And, and then as we know that that you're showing up better and better, we can kind of tie that to efforts that are helping you, you get there. So, you know, the entrepreneur needs to know 
you know, he's he's making payroll or she's she's sort of, uh, you know, hitting her revenue goals or uh, able to hire uh, new staff or, or whatever the case may be. And all those measurements are different, but but in the same way, um, you know, knowing that the efforts that you're making are, are helping you sort of move the ball forward, I think is, is really key. Yeah, and I would say that the best SEO, you know, you're you're seeing a need and you're filling a need. Like on one side, you have people actually using Google and other search engines to find something whether they want to buy something or know something. And then you're just creating content on your website between blogs, service pages, product pages, whatever, to fill those needs. Um, and that's what really the best SEO strategy is all about is you know finding what people are searching for and making sure that you're able to connect with them in meaningful ways. And one of the things that I'm finding out and, uh, and I'm finding out, you, Anthony, you and I are both finding out, like for instance, the, the company that hosts our website, they, they add an extra level of challenge in terms of, what makes a site uh, acceptable to Google, so to speak, and, and what, what looks bad. And then I know for like on the back end, there's a ton of stuff that I could do for every single little thing on the page, but I don't. It's like images, you need to add the SEO words behind it, like all that stuff. So what are some things out there, like you know, knowing what we do, which is right now in terms of SEO, like we're creating the pages with you and then anytime that we're writing blogs and, and adding stuff to the website like that, like we're trying to be as SEO conscious as we can, but like what else could we do or, or could somebody out there do? What tools could they use to help improve their SEO um, without having to add a lot of content? Yeah. So I would say the big thing that Google's focusing on right now is what they're calling their page experience or web vitals. So that is a free tool that they put out on PageSpeed Insights, I believe it's called. And it's also on Google Search Console. Uh, these are metrics that include how fast your, your site is loading. Typically, you want your site to load faster than two and a half seconds. You want to make sure your site's secure, HTTPS. Um, you want to make sure that things aren't shifting around and creating bad user experiences. Um, and you know, you want to make sure that you are basically having good overall user experience. Uh, you know, the website isn't creating those frustration points. Um, I would say are the big things and, uh, you know, Google's really focusing on those. So we're heavily monitoring that stuff right now with all of our small business clients. Do you find that Google makes changes as quickly and as um, significantly as like some of the social media platforms do in terms of sort of pulling the rug out from under their um, users or their, um, well, vendors or suppliers, if you will, right? So I know like Facebook ads, like people have been freaking out about them for like six months now because of iOS 14. And I'm just curious, does Google tend to do the same thing where it's just all of a sudden these big sweeping changes and you're like, oh God. Yeah, so um, Google's been a little bit nice lately. Sometimes they'll let us know when they launch out big algorithm updates. But, you know, for a couple of days after an algorithm update happens, sometimes I'm a chicken without a head running around reading industry publications, trying to figure out what Google just did, because sometimes they won't tell us, sometimes they will. Um, and, you know, ultimately it's all about making sure that it's good. You're following Google's webmaster guidelines, um, creating good experiences, content that meets needs. And if you're doing that, usually you're not being negatively affected by Google algorithms, but sometimes, you know, you got to adapt your strategy um, to the newest ranking factor or newest algorithm that Google's launching. Yeah, ultimately, um, you know, Google's in the business uh, with when it comes to search of, of providing people with the best possible answer to the question that they're asking. Um, and, and so, you know, 
there's companies out there who try to game that system, right? And they're trying to present um, the things that they think that Google wants to know in order to be qualified as the best answer in a way that isn't really like authentically, they're not really the best place to get that answer. And so Google's always kind of playing defense and trying to, you know, fight that sort of, you know, fraudulent or, or black hat kind of behavior. Um, and so they change the, the algorithms in order to continue to present the best sort of answer to the question. Um, and, and they can't really tell everybody why or, or what they changed, because if they do, then the people who are kind of in the business of exploiting the system will just immediately pivot and, and change what they were doing to exploit it before to exploit it again. Mm. Um, so, you know, I, I think the point of that is that, you know, if you're if you're in the business of kind of answering the question that, that your your business is in the business of doing, um, you know, then then you're always going to be OK. Right. You know, if you're not taking shortcuts and you're, you're doing the, the right things and you're putting out content that, that addresses, uh, you know, the intent of people's searches uh, in those types of things, you shouldn't be hit over the head uh, with with Google's algorithm updates, which are frequent, um, you know, but it takes it takes a, a team to be making sure that you're you're pivoting uh, as those like kind of micro adjustments come out and different things are, are emphasized in different ways. Interesting. I, I'm curious, and I don't know if there's a simple answer to this, but if anybody would know the answer, it's going to be you two. What's the difference for a business owner in turning up in the first, you know, f- you know, two or three spots after on a search after the paid ads come up first, right? And versus showing up on like the third or fourth page. Right. So uh, there's the joke in the SEO industry that the best place to hide something is on the second page of Google because people are more likely to actually um, click, do a different search than click on the second page. Um, and so I think, you know, ballparking, there's about 90% of your click-through rates going to happen on those first 10 results, that first page of Google. And then it, you know, exponentially climbs the closer you get to that first position. So that's ultimately what we're trying to do with our small business clients is get them ranking for the, you know, the keywords that matter on that first, the third result. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And, and we've come a long way from, I remember way back when people on their websites, they would just drop in a bunch of SEO terms at the bottom, probably the you know, same font color as the back of the, you know, the, the web page. so that it just, you scroll down there and you're like, what are all these words for? Oh, the, none of them probably match what the site was for anyways. Right, <laughs> yeah, exactly, just to get them ranked. Yeah. Um, what do you, um, I, I'm curious when you are um, working with, um, or have the you have a prospect, somebody that, that calls you and you're talking to them, what's the, um, what do you use to help explain or convey the value of what you do, right? Because I think, you know, SEO is confusing to so many people and there's a lot to it. There's a lot of complexities to it. And it's not because I think as soon as people realize like it's not a, Oh, a one month, you just, you know, pay us a hundred dollars and you're good to go. Right. It's this ongoing expense that, um, you know, people really need to understand the value. So how do you, how do you help people understand the value of what you do and what SEO can do for them? Yeah, I, I think, um, you know, most of our clients and most people who come to us to, um, you know, explore the idea of doing doing SEO services, they seem to kind of have an, a, a baseline uh, understanding of the value of organic search traffic. I think 
you know, most people who have a website, they know that the more organic traffic that you can get, the, the better off the business is. Um, so, so kind of selling that aspect is, is not usually a challenge or, or sort of, you know, conveying the, the significance, but, um, you know, when the, when you get kind of into it and you see that, you know, it is a, it is a long, it's a sort of more of a marathon than a sprint kind of thing. Um, you know, continuing to make the investment, um, you know, requires somebody to really see, um, you know, how things are trending. And, and so I think a bigger challenge for us is to get the client on board with uh, kind of doing what's necessary in order to have uh, good SEO progress, uh, which is sort of, you know, getting content live, you know, making the changes that we're recommending and, and kind of buying into the overall methodology and fitting it into their sort of uh, the way that they operate so that uh, it feels natural and, and on brand and, and, and all those things and, and yet achieves the, the SEO. Because once clients are, are, are kind of feeling the value of, of SEO and their, their rankings are going up, their traffic's going up, generally their business uh, performance is going up as well. Um, you know, so it's, I think I think in that way it's it's pretty pretty easy to convey the the value. It's it's just more of a challenge to just uh, kind of get them on board with what's going to be required in order to do it well, uh, which is often not just things that we do. Yeah, and I also say you know it's important to get those quick wins sometimes, like getting cleaning up the technical problems that could potentially holding back your existing content while you're working on the new content. Um, you know, getting your Google My Business up and running, that can really help for like localized businesses to get some quick wins on like Google Maps and stuff like that. So that you get, you know, you get those quick shots that aren't maybe going to have the best, you know, of a huge impact, but they can have a little thing so that the client feels like you are making progress um, while you're working on the big stuff like the content. Great. Well, I appreciate it. And we have to start wrapping up. So before we go, can you tell our listeners, how they can find out more about you. Uh, yeah, you can uh, check us out on our website. It's uh, 550.com. Um, I think it'll be in the uh, the show notes or something. Yeah. Um, so you can check us out there and, um, you know, all of uh, all the information about the business is there if, you, if you're interested. Great. Well, thanks again. And thank you to our listeners. And like Ryan said, everything's going to be out there in our show notes. So Make sure to check that out and check out their website. And if you want to work with us, make sure to reach out with, reach out to us and we can help you get your business and then recommend somebody who can help you with SEO. Yeah, we cannot recommend Ryan and Anthony enough. They've, they are fantastic to work with and they're really good at what they do. And they answer every stupid question we have. And we have a lot of them when it comes to SEO. You can connect with us on social media. We're on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and we have a YouTube channel. You can also reach us on sbpace.com. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast, like us, and give us a review. We appreciate all the feedback on the podcast. And if you uh, make sure to reach out to us about any topics that you might want us to cover, or if you want to be a guest, we've got a form on our website. Go check it out. Yeah, and we have a book. It's called Seriously, Now What? A Small Business Guide to Disaster Preparedness, though my worksheet says disaster management. That is not the name of our book, Corey. It also, it also has a digital workbook download. It's a number one Amazon bestseller. And if you've already bought the book, please go back, rate it, and give us a review. I'm going to say that was autocorrect. And I'm Corey. I'm Julie. And this was BizQuick, helping small businesses across America.